Yo, this is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. This is a podcast where we, a couple of ancient Kate Bush fans, talk about movies, music, TV, and crazy things that happen in our life. Don't forget to head over to Instagram and follow us at PressPlayAR. Climb up that hill at PressPlayAR on Instagram. On today's episode, we're going to discuss the attack on drag queens, Oh no! a movie date with Mama Rita, Yay. trivia night, and much, much more. Listen up. Okay, so I don't know if you heard this, Riz. They are going after drag queens. So we got to stay, uh, make sure our kids are away from drag queens. I know the perfect place. Hooters, we can take them there. Mm-hmm. They'll be fine there. Or R-rated movies to yeah. see Deadpool. Yeah, you know. So, you know. Uh, there's a new recent trend from the far-right extremists like Ron DeSanti and the politicians in Texas, and that is to go after drag queens. This comes to the heels of recent controversial Don't Say Gay bill in Texas. Representative Brian Slayton is trying to ban minors from seeing drag queens. This was in response to a Dallas bar event called Drag the Kids to Pride, which I love the name, (laughs) which is a family-friendly drag show. Currently, there is a hate crime going on that is being investigated in San Lorenzo when uh, 10 domestic terrorists stormed into a library and interrupted story time uh, that's hosted by a drag queen called Panda Dulce who has been hosting and organizing this event since 2015. Uh, All of a a sudden, right? All of a sudden, they're upset about it. Can't imagine why. Yeah, of course. The terrorists who identify themselves as, guess what? Patriots? Proud Boys. Oh. uh, Came in screaming anti-LGBT slurs and recording themselves on on their own phones. Uh... People were telling them to leave. The kids were actually frightened. Um, So those who don't know the Don't Say Gay bill, uh, it was a bill that was passed in our state that forbids uh, kids from learning or talking about LGBT issues in general from kindergarten to, I believe, uh, five years old. So this is an example like if Riz and I decides to have a child, when our child gets to kindergarten, that child is not allowed to say that they they have two fathers or they maybe that our child turns out to be uh, a trans child or anything of that nature. They're not allowed to talk about that. And also there's penalty for teachers who try to teach LGBTQ history in their curriculum. Um, it's uh, it's interesting because, uh, not personally, but, you know, people that, uh, like on groups, like the Orlando uh, Universal uh, LGBT, Universal Orlando LGBT group, they started discussing it, and a lot of our supposed allies on there defended the bill they said what? it's not about it's not about not saying gay it's not about it's it's about te- you, you're stupid you don't understand it that's what they're, they're telling gay people yeah it's about not teaching kids about sex and i'm like 
but have you read the bill? It specifically mentions, you know, don't mention, like, if it was a anti, don't, like, who's, first of all, who's teaching little kids about sex? Yeah. No one. It doesn't need a law for that. <laughs> uh, it's specifically calling out the gay community because we're easy targets, because yeah. it gets certain people out to vote. And I'm sick and fucking tired of it. I really am. I'm, I, it, you know. It's it's not we're just... used as fucking scapegoats, and I'm tired of of this fucking Republican Party, you know, going after the gay community, the LGBTQ community for political gain. For political gain, do you understand? <clears throat> there's been zero cases of transgender people abusing kids in bathrooms. Zero. Yet all of this legislation. Is I get shit from fucking people on Facebook all the time. I'm over here worried about, you know, men dressed up as women trying to abuse kids in bathrooms. Why, though? Yeah. Because it doesn't happen. It, it literally doesn't happen. You're zero. being scared into something. And the other thing... No, say that again. You're being scared into something. You're being scared... That's in, what it is. ...into reacting by the fucking Republican Party because mm-hmm. we're easy targets. Mm-hmm. That, the whole uh, transgender people in sports, do you know how long uh, there's been a rule that transgender people can participate in in college sports as long as they're on, uh, what do you call it, hormones Either or whatever, or within a, for a yeah. year, they, they went, they, this has been since 2011, that's, that's been the rule. So transgender people have been participating in college sports. That I honestly At least know. since 2011, pro- probably longer. And nobody's made a fucking stink about it until the Republican Party decided to go after us again. Because, you know, they don't want to talk about kids getting shot up in, in schools. But also, you know, the, 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 the people... Um, that are competing against them are all of a sudden upset because one of them started winning. How dare they, you know? Yeah, I mean, and I feel like this attack is a double-edged sword because it's super hypocritical. As as we joked in the intro, we have hooters. You know? Hooters, we sat next to a little girl when we went to see Deadpool. The little girl during was seven fucking, years old. Ryan Reynolds and Morena Bacanan are fucking like bunnies. And there's a little girl sitting next to us. And or then, Ryan Reynolds' dick is flopping around screen. Yes. And there's a little girl sitting there. And there's a bunch of fucking kids. So if I if that's up to the parents to decide whether their kids... And we're talking preteen kids. Like uh, eight, eight and, you know, between that eight and 12. That little girl was like eight years old. It was very uncomfortable for me to watch the movie with her. And but, her dad is just next to her. But all of a laughing sudden... Laughing his ass off. All of a sudden when it comes to drag queens... Uh, we have to punish parents for for daring to to expose their children. They that's don't that's know. the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard. They do do, do we really do we really want to go down this route where we're policing parents on what what we're deciding? Because man, I'll go to every fucking R-rated movie and call every fucking oh, idiot yes. out. Oh yes, absolutely. I'm it's, tired of it. It's old. It's tired. It's bullshit. And and we're just. It happens over and over again before I was even born with, with uh, Anita Bryant, not Anita Baker. Oh, my God. We'll talk about <laughs> Anita Bryant um, getting a fucking pie to her face. That bitch deserved it. Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm just tired of being the scapegoat. You know what I mean? And it works. If for whatever reason, it works. Ron DeSantis 
is leading in all of the fucking Republican presidential polls right now because he's a fucking anti-gay piece of shit. And he's appealing to certain people that he has to appeal to. And it's bullshit. If he stopped trying to appeal to people and said, no, fuck you, you do your own thing and tried to win on his own, maybe, I don't know, maybe I would even fucking vote for him. But he would mm -hmm. never do that. Well, yeah, I know. But wouldn't it be nice if I could look at both parties and not be stuck voting for the one that is you not know, trying to fucking put is, us in a concentration camp. Yeah, and I'm sorry, you, you know, some of you listeners might think that we're over exaggerating with this, but look at what they're doing with women's rights. Because you know, they don't next, have to live through that. Look at the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court will 100% take away marriage, and then they'll take away what was it, the 1970 whatever medical ruling that said that homosexuality wasn't a mental illness. So they're going to, they're going to label us mentally ill. I can guarantee it. They've, they already labeled the, the trans community mentally ill. Mm -hmm. So it's scary. It's scary. And uh, heterosexual people don't have to wake up in fear that either their rights are being taken away. And it's not just, a paper because it's such it's so much more than that. If it's such a just a paper, then no heterosexual people would be married. The the funny thing about the drag thing because I saw the original video that originated this whole thing in Texas, mm -hmm. and I looked at it and the the caption on the on the video was this isn't even the worst video to come out of it, and I'm like, you're full of shit. <laughs> you know, if there was worse video than this, you would post it. You know, you, you're not fucking holding back. Yeah. You're, you're pretending like there's worse stuff. And all it was was a drag queen wearing a drag queen uh, leotard, dancing around, doing splits, um, which I've seen worse at, you know, I've used to watch Dance Moms, mm -hmm. how the little girls dressed. You know, little girls, preteen girls dressed. Where's the outrage there? None. It's because it's men in dresses. That's why they're coming after us. Then they, you know, people take their kids to, to cheerleading competitions, to dance competitions all the fucking time. Don't don't signal us out. If, if you want, if you, if you're, you're saying you want to protect kids, then protect them across the fucking board. Don't signal yeah. the gay community out. Mm -hmm. I, I'm I, very fired up about this. And I know we try not to get too political, but maybe we should since our rights are going down the drain at this point. Um, vote in November. Yeah. Or, drops mic. <laughs> drops mic. Uh, it's it's scary times, guys. It, it's it is you know, and and I'm and I'm not calling anyone I personally know out. I mean, there are a few people, but that I used to personally know on Facebook that I want to like punch in the face sometimes. But you know, it's more you know, allies telling us that we don't know what we're talking about. You shouldn't be offended by that, but you're an ally. You know, we're supposed to take lead on what we're offended by and you're supposed to listen to us and not tell us that we're going overboard or, Oh no. Yeah. That did you see that disgusting video with the, the drag Queens and the kids? I saw a video who cares. That's the parents right to decide whether they, they take them to something like that. I posted something about the Hooters as a meme on on social media and someone replied that said okay I, but i wouldn't take my child to hooters either and i'm like then that's y y you your choice exactly your choice it's that's the point then that you we're should making. be then you should be just as outraged 
as these parents taking their kids to Hooters as you are to the drag race if if that's if you're supposedly trying to protect children it's not about protecting children it's about going after the gay community that's why you're not you're not outraged for one and you're outraged for the other yeah i am very frustrated say gay say gay 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 and no i'm sorry the the don't say gay bill is not about uh not teaching kids about sex (laughs) you know it's it's specifically yeah, yeah. Homophobic. No, it's it specifically is. homophobic. It's completely homophobic. You don't you know what it is that a child of gay, lesbian, and LGBT parents cannot talk about it? Like, how do you think that child will feel? They'll be in the closet. And then suicide rates go up. Because Or transgender kids will be in the closet or you know we can all live together and decide for ourselves what's right for us what's right for our kids what's right you know we should all like i don't i don't give a shit you know i'm not going to some church in texas where the guy is like let's line up all the gay people and shoot them in the back of the head but by the way about that were there kids in the audience there of course of course exactly nobody says shit about that that's not child abuse you know indoctrinating kids to want to shoot us in the back of the head. We were just talking about the other day how you saw in the news that the that the ACLU is helping the Jewish community sue the government because in their religious belief, uh, abortion, they take the women's life as a priority. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk too much about it because I'm not Jewish and I don't want to say things <clears throat> that I'm not supposed to or or you know offend anyone so i do apologize if you know because i'm trying to tread lightly specifically they're suing uh the state of florida for oh. Ron DeSantis's uh 15 week uh abortion ban yeah uh and in the muslim community as well they don't see abortion as a bad thing and either. here's the thing when we you know when we bring up freedom of religion we win, you know, the uh, the church of of Luther, the devil or whatever. It's not a real church, Lucifer. but well, Lucifer, excuse me. Uh, it's not a real church, but they they're specifically they specifically go to places, schools where, you know, public schools where they try and uh, have, you know, communal prayer. Uh, mm-hmm. um forced you know like as part of the curriculum like after you know i went to catholic school so i was used to it but in public school you don't have prayer after you say the pledge of allegiance or before you say the pledge of allegiance and that's because not every kid subscribes to the same god so this church of lucifer will go to this place and be like you know what we want a copy of our devil bible you know if you're gonna have your bible there we want our copy there and then that's when that's when they back off or they go toe-to-toe yeah or if you want a statue remember the statue of <laughs> of the goat where that they used in the sabrina show which yes. is, what the fuck and they're like well you want the cross you want to have exactly uh, because bibles in the school then let's all bring all the by Bi- all the bibles ha- have to be there because then. this is a multi-religious Country. and uh 
state, the United States of America, we have many, many religions. Some of us, you know, not me particularly, but some of us don't prescribe to any religion at all Mm -hmm. or don't believe in God. And that's okay. They have that right and they have a right to choose what they're going to choose. So hopefully I would, you know, if we were living in a different timeline, the, 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 um, the lawsuit brought on by the East ACLU on behalf of the Jewish community would be the end of it. Mm-hmm. But in our time with the Supreme Court, the way that it is, I don't think it's going to matter. You know, I think they will rule 100% for Christianity and we're going to be in a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Neo-Christian future. <laughs> um, I don't know. Theocracy. Oh, or that, yes. Um, um, it's scary time, guys. Like, for allies, just give us the soapbox. If you feel like you should say something, don't. And and look towards your fellow LGBTQ friend, family member for advice or thought or questions. If We yeah, had a wonderful conversation with my sister and Sean. I remember. And we said, you know, all on the floor... Let's lay it out all there. And I think it was a healthy conversation for all of us. And they came up with some weird, ignorant stuff, but they weren't like, they listened to us. Mm -hmm. We're like, "Uh, no, it's actually like this. And they weren't like, no, I know. (laughs) I know what's right and wrong. It's like, no, they listened to us. We have to, you have to let us take the lead on what's offensive towards us, guys. You have to, you you cannot tell the gay community not to be offended by something Mm -hmm. if we're offended by something. That's extremely uh, ridiculous. I don't know any other way to put it, you know? Moving on, because (laughs) if not, we would do, like, a saga in this podcast. I could Uh, go on. Continuing with the Pride theme that we're having, I really want to give a huge shout-out and dedicate this podcast to a visionary named J.C. Leyendecker. We recently saw a documentary, short documentary, called Coded. And uh, J.C. Leyendecker uh, was, was a German-American illustrator, considered one of the preeminent American illustrators of the early 20th century. He is best known for his posters, books, and advertising illustrations, the trade character known as the Arrow Collar Man, and his numerous covers for the Saturday Evening Post between 1896 and 1950. He painted more than 400 magazine covers during the golden age of American illustration. For the Saturday Evening Post alone, he produced 322 covers and many advertisement illustration for its interior pages. No other artist until the arrival of Norman Rockwell two decades later was so solidly identified with one publication. He virtually invented the whole idea of modern magazine design. And he would thread these homoerotic innuendos in his illustration that flew over the heads of heterosexual people, but those that were at the time in the closet or out identified with it. There's a lot of illustration that he's done where they would be two male characters looking at each other. The male characters would never make eye contact with the woman. Although there would be women advertised, there's a famous Lion Decker picture where 
they're selling, I guess, the Arrow Collar Man uh, shirt, and he's sitting down with a girl and a guy. Yet the guy is looking directly at the guy, and they're both making eye contact. And he's uh, holding a golf club. Very so. tightly between his legs. So, um, yeah, there's a coded... It was very... Where did we see this documentary? It was very Paramount Plus. It's... Uh, I, I highly recommend it uh, to learn a little bit about someone you guys may not have heard of. I've never heard of him. Um, uh, for Pride Month... On Paramount Plus, it's like a thirty-minute documentary. Yeah, very, very interesting, very informative, very uh, kind of funny. How he worked in the innuendos and how it was just a wink, wink to certain certain men. Yeah, ninety percent of his models in his illustration was from his alleged lover at the time, Charles Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would just tweak the hair color or the hairstyle. But it was always constantly his. The Arrow Collar Man at the time was like saying a name brand of today. Like it was. Michelin Man? No, Michelin is cars, babe. Uh... And he got really popular in the 1920s. He would host these extravagant parties. uh, Very Great Gatsby in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just very famous. He. He also was the image of Americana culture through his eyes, through his publication and his illustration. In fact, speaking of Norman Rockwell, he... You good, Jesse? <laughs> speaking of Norman Rockwell, he himself went to Lion Decker to get inspiration mm-hmm. from his art. And that part we don't see, you know, and it's it's... And basically, Norman Rockwell took over. Yeah. It was just one day, uh, the the magazines telegrammed, uh, why, what's his name again? Lion Decker. Lion Decker. Uh, and said, uh, this will be your last issue with, you know, one of your illustrations on the cover. And just like that, he, you know, his money ran out and he still had his, he had to, you know, fire his, uh, his staff, staff at his mansion. Um, and it's a lot kind of, of a it, sad ending. It know? is. It, it, a lot of it has to deal with the stock market crash in the 1930s. And again, Rockwell didn't appear until two decades later from his uh, from Landecker's height. So um, hmm. Rockwell didn't really become famous until World War II era, 1940s, 1950s. Right. Uh, Very cooker cutter. Yes. And then he sold the American dream. It's funny. It's funny. Um I really fell in love with him because I felt like he was a silent soldier for our time in a time where, you know, you couldn't talk about your sexuality at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, his his obituary uh, said that he left all his money to his business partner, who mm-hmm. was uh, Beach. Beach. Right? Yeah. Um, but everyone knew or, you know, not everyone knew. Everyone but... in his circle knew. Exactly. But it's it's it, it, it sucks um, because gay rights are a pretty recent thing. You know what? Ten years before I was born, mm-hmm. like was the real beginning. Before that, uh, there were raids, and they would you know raid the bars and arrest people, and you just you couldn't you couldn't be openly gay. Um, 
so it was, it's it was and still is such a taboo thing uh well that's that's well not to go back but that's how certain people would like it to go back to they would like to push us back in the closet and not have to see it i guess but who's forcing them to see anything you know just don't look you know you don't want to be my friend don't be my friend you don't have to take my rights away it was just in the in the early 2000s when it was struck down in the texas supreme court that it was legal to have gay sex that's gonna come back you very know, fast. You know what it is that before two th- those two thousand, anybody had sex, anybody having sex in Texas or I guess anywhere, would go to jail. So if that happens, you know, guys, you guys know that we live together. Someone's gonna oust us out, oust us. Well, to to be fair, the Texas law uh, wasn't being enforced. It was on the books. It was one of those old laws that just hadn't been uh like it's disgusting that it took so long for them to take it off the books but it wasn't it wasn't being enforced because that would require people to go into people's houses which is against the law you know where we have a right to privacy or at least we used to uh we'll wait and see (laughs) i'm gonna be in the freaking jail and i'm gonna scream out i told you so to all my people who didn't fight not my people People like that, that and people. we had the the incident. I'm sorry. Happy Pride Month. We had the incident where, like, the truckload of uh, Oath Keepers, who are like Proud Boys, but a, even a little more uh, crazy, uh, were caught heading towards a Pride event in Iowa, um, with guns and gear and re- all that ready, stuff, ready to riot. And I feel like with everything that's going on with all the rhetoric that's coming out that something bad is going to happen to the gay community and then no one's like these these same people marco rubio desantis uh abbott all these fucking people are just going to put their hands up and be like thoughts and prayers prayers, you know and not take responsibility because that's what always happens um it's point pointless to go over all of this again and again we shouldn't have to you know we've come so far as a country this is 2022 are are we really going to continue backpedaling and then there's people who are like oh but you live in miami it's like okay but it's not just about us it's not us it's a bigger picture it's about the people in the appalachians in the midwest who have populations 2000 mm-hmm. and they just don't have any resources it would be it would be pretty messed up if we were like we're good we're in liberal miami but fuck they, everyone they else they didn't even count us in the census it was removed remember that's DeSantis. that question that could help demographic to find out where people are. And it it was included, I thought, for, uh, like, because the county included it. I, I remember. But still, it was, it was, that doesn't even need to go through anybody's head. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Anyways, let's move on to some. Uh, oh, Pride I'm, Month. Oh, are we going to talk about the quiz night? Yeah, but first let's talk about movie date with Mama Rita. We went on a movie date with Mama Rita. Oh, before I move on, I want to give a shout out to Jenny P. She messaged us on uh, our Press Play AR Instagram. Yay, I didn't know this. And she said, hey guys, just want to let you guys know that Bad Bunny, her husband, 
um, released an album that I didn't mention, although I have some songs from that album. So, yes, Bad Bunny did release an album. I personally listened to it. There's a couple songs that I like. I like Vamos Pa La Playa and Me Fui De Vacaciones. And that's it. Those are the only two songs that I like. Uh, so shout out to Janie P. She's the girl that um, my coworker from Dogma, the hot dog place. Your coworker from Dogma is married to Bad Bunny? Uh, yes, in her mind, it is. She is. Oh, I honestly thought that you were being serious and that, that <laughs> Bad Bunny's wife contacted us. I'm like, what the fuck oh are you God. talking about? Why didn't you mention this to me? Let's have her on. No, it's Jenny P. Okay. From Dogma. <laughs> I love you, Jenny. We'll meet up again. Uh, so this past weekend, we went and saw Bob's Burger with Mama Rita. Uh, I did not know that Mama Rita is a Bob's Burger fan. When I asked her if she watched Bob's Burger, the show, she's like, oh, yeah, I do. I'm like, cool. That's pretty awesome. And um, then we went to have sushi. Yeah. Well, um, I wanted to make it a point to to take her to see this movie because I used to watch it with her uh, when I still lived at home. Uh, in addition to, you know, a million other things, we would just sit there and watch TV. And originally, uh, my dad was going to come, uh, who wasn't uh, has never really been into animated uh, comedy shows. I can't, can't remember him ever watching an episode of The Simpsons, or if he did, he'd be like, uh... You know, this is stupid, which is fine. That's, you know, everyone has a taste. So originally he was going to try and come as well just to get out of the house because, you know, he's been cooped up a bit, Uh, but he wasn't feeling well that morning. It would have been kind of funny to see his reaction to that movie because that was some weird ass shit. Did you like the movie? I did. It was very much in the vein of the show. Like it was just a long, longer show. I felt the same way. It was Um, a long show. But... I liked it. But I liked it too, yeah, yeah. I liked the music. I, you know, there, there were certain um, certain parts that uh, were very intense. I'm like, how are they going to get out of this? This is a kid's show. Are they all really going to die right now? Mm-hmm. That's like when I saw Toy Story. Was it Toy Story 3? Yeah. Oh my god, Toy Story 3. What are you doing to me? And Up. I'm just thinking of animated Aww. movies that made me, like, ball crying. I'm like, why do you do this to me, Pixar? Damn you. Uh, but surprisingly intense. I really enjoyed them. The songs were pretty funny. They're good. They're- and uh, Gene was as uh, inappropriate as always, which is important. I like his character so much. I really do. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then uh, then we were treated to sushi afterwards, yes. uh, which oh was fun. We talked about Mizumi here on the podcast she would ask me every once in a while she's like what about that restaurant that we went to that one time the the buffet i'm gonna be like all right so since we were going and you know my dad doesn't like sushi so once he decided he he wasn't feeling well enough uh i'm like why don't we do that so it was game uh mizumi we've mentioned it before it's the bomb and uh it i'm still full i'm still full. (laughs) right it's so delicious when we go and and it's so fresh uh, Richard and I have been uh, trying to put ourselves out there uh, to meet more LGBT people out there. Yeah, people in the community. To be friends or to network, because you never know. Yeah, because um, we, you know, we love all of our friends. 
you know, we're trying to get ourselves out there to, to meet new people, people of different demographics, people of different um, uh, nationalities, you know, people that don't look just like us or act just like us, but also in the community. Um, so we've kind of had trouble and I, I kind of found this, this uh, group on um, Facebook, local group. Uh, who plan events and I thought you know the events seem kind of cool they go kayaking they uh, they do beach cleanups they have barbecues stuff like that and uh, I was just waiting for an event to come up and this event from last Friday was a monthly trivia uh, down in Sunset Place uh, so I'm like let's do it let's let's try the trivia um, and what happened so we get there, and it's a cute place, a nice coffee shop that also sells soft uh, soft liquor. I don't know, wine? <laughs> you can tell I don't drink <laughs> soft liquor, uh, like Prosecco and wine and stuff like and that. Beer. And we sit down, and we arrive about 30 minutes early, and we have no idea. It's our first time going, and the place starts filling up, and it's a bunch of, like, these very young kids between the ages of like 17 to 23 is that age bracket and i'm not 17 and 23 yeah we were feeling a little out of place i'm like oh should we just go yeah i was feeling a bit nervous and a bit overwhelmed and then we saw uh, a two older gay couple come in and then i started going okay and then I saw more uh, gay men yeah, closer of, to our age. of our age coming in. Correct. And then out of nowhere, this bubbly girl named, well, let's call her Tina uh, <laughs> for privacy purposes, uh, came up and she's like, do you want to be a team? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I looked at Richard and yeah. he's like, sure. And so it was uh, her and her friend, uh, Myra. <laughs> <laughs> uh on our team and um i i'd never done a uh a a trivia a night a trivia night like that before i thought it was it was, it was going to be like ring a bell whoever answers or rings at first and answers they they I give you so like too. a paper and they then they ask the questions like a spelling bee so you have a blank paper and then you put the answers to each question and there's four rounds and they um uh, in between each round, they uh, divvy up, how, you know, and they tell you like who's winning and all this other shit. Um, and the the theme for the night, since it's Pride Month, was Pride, so you know we know a few things about that, but obviously we weren't the only people. And I think I think our team worked really well together. We we finished the first round. We uh. You know, we submitted it, and they started, you know, giving the rankings, and uh, I guess, you know, they started out from the bottom, which we didn't know, but it was the kids that were at the bottom, like the younger, younger, uh, the younger patrons there, and they got, like, really excited, so I'm like, so I thought they were first, because based on their reaction, and then they kept going, and I'm like, did we do this bad? You know, so finally they got to like, were we number two? We were second after the first round somehow. And I'm like, huh, we're doing pretty good. Our team was called the Scrambled Pretzel. Scrambled we pretzel. did not make that up. 
it was really good. It was fun. Um, and so every cat or every round is a different type of of trivia set. It was like one box was like multiple choice. The other one was there was one whole category of just music. Yeah. He would just play music to us, and we would go ahead and try to guess the artist and the song. There was another one of a Spanish uh, one. Yeah. And it was funny because Riz does not know Spanish. Tina and Myra... Well, Tina is Nicaraguan and Myra is American, but she said that she learned Spanish in school and is currently learning French, which, which is kind of the same thing. And we quickly just huddled up together and mm-hmm. Richard is like... You guys do what you do best. <laughs> uh, and then on the second one, we stayed in second. No, no we, we bumped were, to we third. We went to fourth for the second round. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And then the third round. After the round, third, we went back up to second. Which I wasn't too confident. Like, the third, the third set, we were pretty not great. Yeah. And... Uh, but there, there's... Um, like the the last question, uh, for each round you could wager points. So I'm like, uh, during the third round, I'm like, we're not sure of this wager zero. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I was I I think my co- my main contribution was figuring out the uh, um like the points and stuff stuff like that. Like you know, really this should be here. Like there was one only one round uh, where we put. We got like uh, our highest ranked uh, thing wrong, our highest ranked answer wrong. So uh, yeah, after the third round, I think we went back up to second, and then we had the fourth round, and we got to we went through all the questions. I would say we did pretty well, like you know, during the actual questions. But the last question where we wager, uh, it was they they gave us like. it, they gave us things that happened throughout in the, our... the aughts. So, yeah, the last question was basically putting in order events uh, in the 2000s. And uh, and that was the question that we wager, you know, and you could wager up to 50 points. And uh, I don't know, uh, what was her name? Tina. Tina suggested, you know what, we might as well go all in or nothing. Or, or nothing. And... I'm like, all right, let's do 50 points. We but went- I think it was you that got us over because you were the one who... The, one of the events was at what year did Black Eyed Peas' song... Boom Boom Pow. Boom Boom Pow was released. <laughs> and he goes, it's 2007 because that's something that would have happened later in compared to the other events. Okay, I'm going to be honest about something. In this question, I didn't feel like I was contributing enough. And I was sitting there. I'm like, I think we're going to get this wrong anyways. So I just pulled 2007 out of my, <laughs> out of my <laughs> ass. Um, but then as I thought about it, I'm like, compared to the other events, like Black Eyed Peas Boom Boom Pow does seem like it, it came more towards the, the 10s than the 2000s. You know what I mean? Uh, so it ended up being 2009 somehow. And it was correct, and we got that 50 points, and... We got first place. Yeah, we won. And we won, and it was an incredible thing. It was a great feeling, and it was... We won two bottles of wine, but one broke, so we gave it to Tina and Myra because we don't drink that much. Yeah. 
And it was great. You know, there was about nine teams. One team had like 20 people. So I felt kind of good that it took four people to beat 20. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of like the 20 people team. I think they might have been split between two teams. That one table. But they... They were young, and they didn't have the life experience to know, like, certain answers. You know what I mean? And I think that's the secret to those type of trivia, is to have a team that is well, well well-versed. Diverse, exactly. Very diverse. Because there was uh, a question for um, sign language. He spelled something out in sign language. This is only, you know, this is for sign language, but I hope you have someone on your team. And it's like, we do, actually. If anyone doesn't know, Augie knows sign language, so... (laughs) Yes, I do. We were golden. He spelled out a word which was unicorn. Unicorn, and we got it right. So it just it just seemed to work out, and I I think I contributed pretty good with the music. You did. You did. Uh, that this is when you know I mentioned earlier Anita Baker getting hit in the face with the pie. <laughs> you you said it's Anita and Anita. It was it was Anita Bryant, but you said Anita Baker. And none of us said anything. We're like, yeah, that's right. It sounded right to me. But, whoops. Oh, my God. And the the island. The the Lesbos I- island. And we but put, he gave it to us. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he gave it to us. Yeah. We put Lesbo. <laughs> it's a Lesbos. And uh, we will be back next month to reclaim. Defend our title. Or to defend our title. It was, it was great. Yeah, it was it's a lot of fun. It's exactly what we need, I guess. And... We're, we're getting just, out there, we're meeting people, and that's important. Yeah, man, it is. It is, because you never know who you're going to run into, and you could always use that extra help and that extra that extra hand. Um, we've reached the end. Already? Oh, yes, my gosh. already. Happy Pride Month, guys. Happy is, Pride Is this our month. last podcast of this Pride Month? This is the last podcast of Pride well, Month. Well, we should mention that if anyone's going to be at... Uh, the Wilton Manors uh, Stonewall Pride uh, when this airs last Saturday. Uh, we might see you there. <laughs> this, this, we're going this weekend and we're posting That's it That's what next... I said. By, by the time this airs, it's last Saturday. <laughs> oh my God. Tell us that you were there. Yeah. Uh, we got to bring stickers to put them in random places. Ooh, well, not publicly. They will arrest our asses. Okay. And Wilton Manors is too nice. Okay. Uh, but we're excited to you know continue celebrating pride and hope hopefully you know republican politicians won't won't kill our vibe anymore oh my god i hope not but happy pride month remember to always say gay not just in june but in every 365 days a year we are your family we are your brothers we are your sisters and your neighbors and your co-workers my dear fellow people we will be back soon In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram for updates on current events and our life at PressPlayAR. That's PressPlayAR on Instagram. Thank you so much. This is PressPlay with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, hey, I'm Riz. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.